Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello there. Welcome to All Things Therapy. If you are listening or viewing, I am so happy to be with you today. This is one of my favorite 45 minutes of the week, and I hope wherever you are listening or watching this from that you're doing well today, and I hope to uplift your day, your environment, your vibration through the episode today and the guest that I have on. She is a spiritual life coach, Ulrika Sullivan, who will be with us in just a few minutes. First, I want to let you know some of the offerings and things available to you that I can share with you as my listener. My supporters, one of them is Amazon Music, and they are offering you up to three free months of free streaming music to try them out. They have up to 70 million songs available, and you can take that free trial by going to getamazonmusic.com forward slash ATT for all things therapy. As well as Audible, I'm a big fan of Audible. I am even more happy to have my book as a part of Audible as well. They are offering you a free audiobook download if you're not already a paying and subscribing member to try them out. It renews at a monthly membership after your first 30 days that you can continue or cancel, but go take that free download if you haven't already by going to audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy. And then if you are wanting to work with a healing practitioner, I am taking new clients. I'd really love to work with you and meet you with whatever mental and emotional space you are in. nolatherapy.com will give you more information about my practice, about what I offer through virtual therapy sessions. I would love to connect with you. Reach out, Lisa at nolatherapy.com. I'm all over social media at nolatherapy. It stands for New Orleans, Los Angeles, therapy, the two places that I live. And I love being a healing practitioner. It's been like the driving force in my life since I was actually five years old. My dad found and gave me in the last year a note when I was five. I scribbled out saying, I want to be a psychiatrist. And at first that was funny. And then in some ways I'm like, well, that's a little disturbing. Why does a five-year-old want to be a psychiatrist? It reflected just some of the stuff going on in my family. Like we all have, we all have to work through it at some time or another. I encourage you to do that sooner rather than later. So nolatherapy.com for those needs or interests that you might have. Okay, let's move to the guest portion of my show, the main event. So today we are with Ulrika Sullivan. Her, hey, Ulrika, her website, if you want to follow along or check it out, is ulrikasullivan.com, U-L-R-I-K-A. 
S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N.com. She is the host of New Light Living Podcast. I was a guest recently. Ulrika is an intuitive spiritual life coach. She's a writer. She's a yoga teacher. And today we're going to talk about bringing healing from the mind, from our thoughts, more deeply into our bodies where such wisdom is held. So welcome, Ulrika. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's a pleasure to be here. How are you today? Oh, I'm so good. It's, uh, you know, 97 degrees here in, in Boston, Massachusetts, but I am indoors in a, in a cool room. So that's, that's a good start. <laughs> okay. That's really hot for Boston. I have never I thought of Boston being that cold. Yeah. I mean, I, that hot. I've only been when it's cold. <laughs> yeah. That's where you think about when the snow and all of that, but today it's cooking. It literally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as I was preparing for our time together today, I wanted to ask you about how you approach life coaching. Because I know on your website, you talk about some unique things like the importance of vision and goal setting. But I think you might walk people through those processes a little differently than some other traditional therapists. So I wonder where you'd want to start with. Yes, I'd love to talk about that. One of the things that I'm really passionate about is to teach and guide others in terms of connecting with their own intuition and their body wisdom. Uh, and it's it's so important to start to kind of get out of our mind, really, and, yeah. and, and tap into what our what our higher self or true self, if you will. Uh, and our body is is already know does already know about ourselves and what we want and wh- who we are, and because a lot of times we try to figure things out right, and it's yeah. got to have to be at a certain time or in a certain way. However, uh, that is um, a lot of wisdom captured in uh, within ourselves that we normally don't really tap into. So that's what I help guide others to, to really, you know, connect with. Yeah. You know, I want to ask you, as I'm hearing you say that I'm led to ask you, what do you think when our bodies feel pain, when we feel tension, what is really going on there? So this is, I'm not a medical doctor, but uh, I have my own kind of experiences. What has, what has, yeah. And what, what I think is happening is that when we go through life, we either let energy flow through us or it gets harbored in the body. And it might be, you know, trauma we go through or things we don't process at the time. But the body always listens and it always um, is always with us. So energy is going to have to go somewhere. I'm also an energy healer, so I work with clients to release. That's uh, some, and everyone has this, you know, the the um, stuck energy, if you will. And yeah. often you think that is in our mind, but in in my experience, it really sits in the body as well. Mm-hmm. So to combine, um, you know, tapping into our our own energy. Is, is hugely important uh, in my experience. And so do you, I'm curious, do you help people? Because I know I read a lot of Louise Hay, who talks about particular, um, you know, like your lower back related to, you know, feeling unsupported by life and really affirmations to start to believe 
life supporting you? How do you approach that? And do people come to you with a lot of that versus other issues or what kind of? Yeah. So often, um, you know, somebody that comes to me either feel that there is more for them. There is more. And, and when people say that to me, it is often that they are in a phase of development mm. or, or something is, is um, shifting for them. And what I help them tap into is really what that means to them. I like um, that. And, um, you know, the, in my practice, I go about it holistically and and know that's a pretty overused word, but in my, in my definition, it is, has to be doing with our own energy and how we run energy through our body in addition to our thought patterns and the past experiences. So I, I put all of that together um, to help kind of release both from a physical perspective, but also to connect with that beyond physical state. You know, I really like that. And it makes so much sense to me that when we're going through change, if we're going through a transition, the body somehow feeling that resonating with that, and we could experience that as tension or even feeling possibly really good, like better than we've ever felt if we start to own and, and get excited about those changes. Yeah. Many people come to me with a lot of pain, shoulder, lower back. uh, And, but it's not that they mention this like in the first session, but I do nowadays ask actually if they have any, you know, sensations in their body uh, in addition to obviously giving a, a history of, of experiences that they may find, um, you know, valuable for me to know. I've started to actually ask them about their body as well nowadays, okay. <laughs> because to me, there is some patterns with with certain experiences and how they, how they express through the body as well. So I, I find that information really valuable to know. Like, how do you feel in your body? Uh, you know, the past three months, mm-hmm. uh, and often when they point out certain things. It's, it's, yeah, it, it makes sense <laughs> when I start working with them. So you also talk about your work, how you help people to discover their intuition. Can you talk to us about, about that, what intuition is and how you help people tap into that part of themselves? Yes. Intuition is because I was someone, um, you know, in the past that was not connected to my intuition, okay. or inner knowing at all. That's hard I, to believe knowing you now for a bit. <laughs> I know. I made a complete shift from a long corporate uh, career in science and wow. research and development, you know, logic um, skills are, are valued there. But now I, I do this intuitive work. Uh, so I made a complete shift myself. But it's intuition is really our inner knowing. Our I call it almost like our true self, mm-hmm. because everything that we need or need to know about ourselves, uh, the truth, basically, is there. Yeah. And um, once we learn how to tap into and listen to and slow down enough to start listen to those messages that come through that is can lead us to you know some real revelations about what is right for us 
And, uh, you know, one of the first steps that I encourage is always to, um, first of all, slow down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and, uh, cause the, a lot of people have, have such struggle with, um, you know, multitasking and, uh, being in now the past year and a half has really provided us with, with an opportunity to slow down and, yeah spend more time in in stillness in that sense with ourselves but still uh, many of us are not comfortable with that stillness and what what that means to mm -hmm. us but anyway it there are i teach uh, a number of tools that one can use when when we start to um, to support this process of tapping into our our true self um yeah do you think that because one of the things I've noticed on my journey as a person and as a therapist is that sometimes we can mistaken uh, peace for boredom. Like we're experiencing peace in our lives. We've gotten to a place where we've changed some patterns and things are quiet. And we may think we're bored or start to feel bored where it's really the experience of deep peace where we actually can choose how we want to engage with life or not. Do you find that to be true? And how do you help people if they come to you with that? Absolutely. The We're very used to, many of us are used to being on the go all the time. And with that comes when there is a, a still part of our day or our week, we kind of, okay, what's next? Right. <laughs> like, and that can often be, um, you know, see it looked upon as if it's boring, right? Yeah. But it depends on how we approach that still time. If it's offered to us, it's actually a gift. So if mm -hmm. uh, our opinion about it is like, oh, nothing is really going on today, like, great. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the attitude or, or perspective on, on um, you know, things not happening might be where we need to start. <laughs> right. And, and see the value of actually, I, I can sit now 10 minutes uh, by my window and just look at a tree and leaves that are flicking mm. in, the, in the wind, for example, and appreciate that and really Absolutely. see that as a tool to tap into myself rather than, like that would have never happened, you know, years ago when, when there was this huge uh, exercise to logistically get everything together. Right. So it, I believe it starts with, us changing that perspective. And that can be hard. Yeah. Uh, what is uh, to go really to appreciate that stillness and see it as something we want to come back to over and over again. I like that because, and that's such a good example to notice that you have this time to actually look outside and appreciate in some stillness or the birds that often are outside of my window and just listen to their song in a way with really mindful attention and, and notice how this is happening all around us every day, but we often screen it out because something might consume our attention or feel like it's more important. But I think it's just as important to take those moments of, of awareness. Absolutely. Out. And, and sometimes part of what I, I help and guide others in is to actually intentionally create that space because sometimes we just have to kind of 
have it planned. If if that comes easy to somebody, <laughs> we can plan it. We can put it intentionally in our calendar to like I do um, 10 minutes of, of this type of exercise before every client session, for example, to, oh, yeah. to allow my, to allow my myself to be fully present uh, because that's mm-hmm. what it, what it really helps with. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, you know, it starts with that awareness first and, and prioritization of what is important. Is it important for me to stay, you know, in stillness and present every day, I will make time for that even in my calendar. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I just, uh, did a, a video that I'm going to put on my YouTube talking about how in the past almost week I, I felt led, I didn't have anything I wanted to post on social media. And I found myself instead turning my phone off for periods during the day. And it actually felt very liberating and freeing to be off the grid and that way. And really with myself and with life in a different way that even having my phone on silent, which I'll do when I'm with a client or at the gym, it, it felt even different from that, like a really intentional, I am just going to be and not accessible. And it actually felt really awesome. And it's something I intend to do every day for a bit. Do you have yeah. a practice like that? Such a great practice. Yes, I, I do that from time to time. Now, I, I really would like to expand that, you know, stillness period per day. But yes, I have an intentional practice and could be other things too, thing, things that we want to change in our life. Um, can be just an intentional, um, you know, break from something to do something differently than before. So, yeah, I think it's a big theme there, um, being more intentional with coming back to ourselves. We have, many of us have been very intentional of advancing in careers and, you know, having a full schedule. (laughs) And we're good at, at scheduling ourselves. But, you know, uh, once we, prioritize and get that up on the list what's important we can we can make it happen to come back to ourselves too yes you know i know also Ulrika, you talk about in your work how to use our emotions teaching people how to use their emotions will you talk to us about what that means yeah using our emotions it's it's first is to because well if i back up a little bit i was once someone that was completely um, disconnected from my emotions. If you, if you were asking me a number of years back uh, when I was at my height in my corporate career, if somebody asked me then, what do you do for fun, Ulrika? I didn't have an answer. Okay. So, which meant also, I realized that after a lot of work, um, personally that I was disconnected from my own emotions. And I, I always felt like, neutral to most situations. Okay. Uh, And I didn't realize it at the time, but now when um, I have done a lot of work on myself and and it's a different spectrum of emotions that I can use or experience on a daily basis. And that, yeah. Go on and then I'll, then I'll ask. And that is what I help other people to tap into as well, because we are often taught that certain emotions are are good and, and some emotions yeah. are bad, but in in 
in our own experience in life, it, it really is only emotion. It, it's it's um, part of our, who we are and our self-expression. Yes. And it's uh, all emotions are good, <laughs> really, or, or they are there for a reason, right? And that's what many need to realize that it's it's all good. It's part of who we are. And it actually helps us express who we are, even if it's a uh, emotion that has been in the past, really, you know, a bad emotion. So right. it's all about you're... that connection with, with our own energy and what, what that means to us. Yes. As I'm hearing you say this, it's reminding me of my work, especially with kids having to do with teaching them, reminding them that there is a range of emotions. And like you were saying, I think we become conditioned that certain emotional expressions are more positive and therefore praised and rewarded versus other emotions that receive negative attention or no attention. And so it's important while we can't go expressing every emotion everywhere, whenever we feel it, you know, we learn regulation, yet regulation is different from repression, where we actually take time at some point to acknowledge the true emotions, be it at the end of each day, you know, at, at lunch, like I think it's really helpful to check in with yourself, particularly at the end of each day and just kind of review how have I felt today and notice and really honor that. Do you do the same thing for yourself? Absolutely. Yes. And it's a very important practice that you're bringing up to Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Because what it really is, it, it's to acknowledge our true emotions for what they are and say, yeah. this, this, this is how I feel. Because it, it, many times we look in the future, we, we prefer, many times we prefer to spend our time in the future where everything mm. is like really um, great, right? But if we don't acknowledge how we actually are feeling right now. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's not going to be a good springboard for the future. So yeah, I agree with that. Emotions are, but uh, I think also once we get to know our spectrum of emotions, it's, it's also about somewhat to detach from that emotional um, bandwidth sometimes and that can be done in stillness as well because uh, often our emotions can bring us to uh, places where we don't want to spend time and it can often pull us down more than than necessary so it, the practice that i i also work with people on is to be able to you know call it detachment in a way from from our reactive feelings and yes Yes, like responding instead of reacting and taking that needed pause often, which is what I'm learning. And like, and there's so many opportunities to pause and just, woo, what's coming up here for me? It sounds like that's what you're talking about. Yes. And as you brought up too, that, that 
the importance of reflection and yeah. creating and, and gaining the self-awareness that way. Yeah. Because when, when things happen in the moment, they are happening. That's what we are. But it, there's a learning element into, you know, having a practice of self-reflection and, and see that truly for what it is. Yeah, so important, Lisa. And then you also talk about the inner critic and how to release our inner critic. Can you speak to us about some of those processes? Yes, and um, I would say everyone has an inner critic. There are very few that doesn't have that inner critic popping up. And the inner critic is is not really productive, right? It doesn't help us uh, truly. So I help others to transform that energy because it, it is really just, I wouldn't say just, but it is energy uh, stuck in us that it's a program or whatever we want to put a label to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is an energy that may not serve us anymore. And often what people are not aware of or even um, connected to this energy that keeps you know, playing in, in the back of the head when a situation shows up. And often it has to do with, um, you know, experiences from the past that created um, this energy. But what I help people do in that is to transform and, and replace that powerful energy that is not serving us anymore with a new energy that we choose. Okay. And we can choose what, for example, because I love how that sounds, choosing the energy of. So, for example, if I if I simplify this truly, many of us have this uh, energy of uh, and, and this might be very obvious to to some like I can't do this or okay. you know, somebody said to me, I can't do this or it's never enough. Right. Or yeah. I'm not enough. Yes. That program holds so many people back from truly expressing their their um, you know genuine talents and gifts and what they're here to do now that energy of that pulls us down can be transformed yeah. into uh energy of yes i can <laughs> and Believing i even in today and it's easy because i often hear from a lot of clients that they feel it's so I'm struggling and it feels so hard. And but it it really is that program that is alive to to shift that energy into yes, I can, and truly feel that in the heart. That is releasing um, a new potential for someone that has never felt that type of energy before. And it, it starts with connecting with the heart energy and and uh, allowing that opening to happen. But it is possible to to transform and replace an old energy with a, a new energy of our choice because it, and again, intentionally done. And for me, that's been about choosing new thoughts to believe about myself and really then starting to live into those thoughts through baby step actions that that show me otherwise from you know, for instance, I'm not enough to like, yes, I'm enough. Look at what I did. I just did this live video or I just went to a new place and engaged in an activity or a yoga class or whatever that might be. And I think that's how we gain these muscles of inner stability and strength to really try new things. And and even if we're fearful, do them anyway. That's what courage is. So is that the kind of 
practices you're talking about? Yes, you're bringing up something that is key because there's what you're bringing up now is actually do and embody. That's when the transformation happened, not when we actually think it. And because um, many times we we lean on phrases or affirmations, mm. they're very powerful. However, if we only engage in the thought of it, mm -hmm. it, it will not manifest, if you will, in, in the emotional body or because we have to tap into the actual energy of it and allow the body to absorb that energy of I can. Yeah. But so many are too, um, too um, you know, fast paced or don't have time to sit and, and really soak in that energy that it takes to yeah. allow the body to, to be with you. <laughs> Right. So that's a very, um, for me, in my experience, that's a very important distinction between, um, you know, thinking the thought and, um, but also adding the layer of engaging the body and the emotional body in it. Well, and, the, a, hmm. and the, did you say in the heart? Yeah. And, and for me, intuition really is about engaging the heart energy. Can you say more about that? Yeah, <laughs> because again, uh, many come to me and they say, well, I am thinking, you know, I'm connecting with my higher self and I'm thinking this and thinking that. And it's obvious that it's generated through a train of thought. But when they discover their intuition flowing through their heart energy instead of their logic mind energy that's when the the big difference happens so that is um just a, a profound difference in terms of the experience in the in the so intuition really is heart energy not from the mind as many think so i know we talked about that this briefly before we came live Ulrika, about this and I'm just looking at my notes, moving from the mind to the body. And I hear you talking about the heart space. So how do we know when we are doing that? Like measurable, observable, how do we know we are there in our body and our heart versus in our head? Good question. Um, in my experience with not only with myself, but also with uh, a number of clients is that often in the mind, there are options. The mind makes up, this is the best solution, or and the next day, maybe this solution is the, be uh, is the be best path to take. So in the mind space, there are always kind of options and, and different paths to go down. And that's what we often struggle with when we kind of, oh, I don't know what to do next. Right. But when somebody taps into their heart energy, there is no option there. It just is. There is no this or that. It's just, it just is. And that's when it becomes, you know, this inner knowing that is, um, you can't change it. You, it, it just, like you it, know it, you know it, you know it. It's yes. like, boom. Uh-huh. And that's exactly that. And that's when I know there has happened this shift from the mind to the heart mm -hmm. that, there is no question anymore <laughs> what the next step is. It just 
has to be done. And this feeling of, I just have to do it. When, when a client tells me, I just have to do it. That's when I know mm. they're on the right path with. Yeah. I love that. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's obviously something that has to be self experienced, but, um, I've, I've experienced that this shift myself, a uh, number of years ago and, and continue to, to deepen that and expand beyond kind of the physical in that sense. Yeah. You know, I think there are areas of our lives where this might be easier to do when we look at the various aspects of where we engage with life, whether it's in the professional sphere, in the personal sphere, where it comes to, say, exercise and like just the different habits that we have and environments that we go in. I think if you if you reflect on your life, there are places where you feel like you can be more authentic because you feel really loved, you feel really supported, or with certain even individuals. And I think it's the areas of our life where maybe where we're not so certain of that, that we can grow into this kind of embodiment process. Do you think so as well? Yes. And I, I totally agree with that, that it it may feel different in different parts of our lives, right? Absolutely so. And um, I think one way of, of looking at it is, um, you know, we're right where we need to be in that sense that we are meant to tap into our deeper selves or our higher selves or true self, whatever we want to call it, at certain times in our lives in a deeper way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're never done, <laughs> really. Right. So, it, and we can't really direct the mind wants to direct that the mind wants to always improve, always, you know, go in a different direction based on what, what it sees, right. Or what it senses. But some part of this shift is to also learn to trust mm. that inner knowing uh, that all is well, that all is well. Yes. All will be well. All will be well. Yeah. And that I'm okay. Even I think like I'm okay. You're okay. Just that we're going to be okay. Yes. It, and I would also say that that's my experience that when we tap into our, our intuition, our heart, that sensation of, of all is well is growing in areas of our life that we had never thought of. Yeah. So even if, if we're unhappy with a career or a relationship, the effect uh, where, where we do the work may have effect on, on another part of our life. And, and mm -hmm. it's like sometimes we don't think about that everything is linked together. Yes. But that becomes very clear once, once um, our connection with the heart energy and the intuition is, is guiding more so than the options up in the mind. <laughs> right, right. You know, I also noticed on your website, and I was drawn to it, your blog, where you talk about seven steps to feeling like you have every day off. Can you talk to us about that? <laughs> yes. And it, it actually is the um, the uh, little guide I put together there was, was inspired by um, how we usually have been conditioned or, or how we usually have been taught to um, 
to look upon ourselves in terms of um, self-care, for example, mm -hmm. or how we take care of ourselves. And that led to this little seven-step guide in helping shift the perspective. For example, I'm very passionate about self-care too, because it, that's the direct highway to self-love, in my opinion. So the more we, we give ourselves, and, uh, and, and self-care, for example, may in the past have been uh, taken, and I, I I'm not saying this is, is um, you know, something we shouldn't do anymore because I love all of these things too. But let's say as an example, yeah, self-care in the past may have been going for a manicure or going for okay. a spa, you know, the giving ourselves um, things on the outside of ourselves, yeah. if you will. But what I'm suggesting in this guide and, and, <laughs> feeling that we have every day off is about giving ourselves things for the inside. Which Can you be, give some examples? Yeah. For example, I'm very passionate about meditation, for example. So if somebody doesn't have a meditation practice, and there are tons of different ways to do meditation that fits for everyone, right? There, there's just hundreds of ways you can do that. That is kind of one of the things we can give to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, I'm also a yoga teacher. So obviously yes. the body movement and, and the connection with our higher self in, in, in the practice of yoga is also a gift to ourselves. And it's a self-care. Both of those things are self-care that leads to self-love, really. And I think yeah. it's a real connector, the yoga and the, the mental, the shifting our thoughts and really allowing more positive and supportive options to come to mind for our lives. It can all work together. Yes, absolutely. So that's what I'm suggesting in this little guide, because ultimately, when we make these shifts to giving ourselves on the inside, it helps us to feel like we have every day off. <laughs> you know, I there's no that. more struggle anymore, it, uh, you know, in an ideal world. But, you know, the you know what I'm trying to say as far as the, the shift here? Yeah, that you're aligning with more solutions. It's like tools in your toolbox that yeah. you're giving and offering mm -hmm. people to use more of an array. Absolutely. Of those yeah. tools and what they might have right now, which I think it's so important to always be cultivating those those tools and way to care for ourselves. Like I was mm -hmm. telling you before we came live that last night I went to this great place, Rafi Lounge in Malibu, and it's an outdoor rooftop where there was a sound healer doing breath work and there was yoga in the beginning. And it was this really magical hour and a half experience where, like you were speaking about, going beyond the mind and into the body, into the breath. And I had the experience of tears being released and then this deep joy and happiness that came over me by the end. And it wasn't through thinking about anything. It was just this breath and movement paired together. That was really powerful. Beautiful. Yes. That's such a talk about a gift to yourself, right? Yeah, that is great. Yes. Beautiful. So I know you also offer online some of your products. You have really the doTERRA essential oils, which I know are really high end source 
oils that you offered to people, as well as intention reminder bracelets and necklaces that they can order and meditations online. Can you talk as we're kind of approaching the end of our time, yes. what you offer people specifically if they're interested? Yeah, so so my my uh, primary offering is is one-on-one coaching, mm-hmm. a three-month program. Uh, but I also uh, offer energy healing to add on to that. So if somebody wants to combine the coaching with the actual energy body connection and the other offerings around the bracelets came from uh, my interest in teaching around intention setting, Mm. you know, that shift from, Oh, I'm having a goal. I have to really reach at a certain time and here's how it's supposed to be to, um, the art of intention setting where we actually release energy to the universe so we can allow it to come back. And I love using crystals, natural crystals, natural materials uh, to help remind us about what the in- our intentions are. And that's how I came up with the concept of intention reminder bracelets. I like that. And infusing that energy into the bracelet. So I have a little workshop and online um, one hour class that comes with a uh, bracelet kit. If somebody wants to do that's that so cool. at every new moon. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's, it, I had so many people coming back to me to say, Hey, guess what happened? I set this intention like a year and a half ago and it happened. That's awesome. <laughs> that's so, so great to get that feedback. Yes. Yes. And um, you know, I, I am very passionate about uh, helping others really make these shifts in life that makes a difference to live a life with more ease and flow. Um, And I'm also um, working on creating a long-term experience around bringing this all together in a long-term kind of way of engaging with a spiritual practice. So um, that's in the works and I'm very excited about that because, and the reason for that, why I'm bringing that up is many that I meet that come to me, they don't have a spiritual practice. And what I talked about, you know, meditation, uh, breath work, energy work, uh, light yoga practice to release the energy of the body. They don't have a practice like that. And I said, well, why don't I uh, create a community or a way for, for somebody to step into that container on a regular basis? Because I know personally how, how valuable, invaluable a sp- daily spiritual practice is to me. Yeah. And, and that's really the foundation of, of transformation and, and spiritual growth, in, in my opinion. That's great. And then lastly, the question I want to ask you is what's next for you? Is there anything you're particularly excited about? Well, what's next for me? I'm actually also writing a book about all of that. <laughs> so um, that's, that's awesome. Coming out in a few months. Um, but it's that is a huge um, project for me uh, to to bring, um, you know, what I stand for and what I can bring to the world uh, in written form. Podcast obviously has been around for a while, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that. Oh, that's so great! I look forward to knowing more about that in the future. Congratulations on Thank being you. on that path. Thank you. You're welcome. And then the best place for people to find you? Yes, visit me on my website urikasullivan.com. I would love to to meet you there and. Uh, 
Yeah, welcome. And your podcast, New Light Living Podcast. Yes, New Light Living Podcast on, on all major podcast distributors. Come and listen to me there. And uh, I would love to connect with um, everyone that's feeling called to connect with me. And thank you, Lisa, for for great um, you know advertisement. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for being my guest and having me on your podcast. This was such a great connection. I appreciate yeah. it. And I love your book, by the way. Thank and, you. Yes, I, it's uh, on my shelf over here. Oh, thank you for that. Uh, I can highly recommend your book to to anyone that's also into because astrology and uh, you know energy in in um, connection with each uh, each other is such a powerful uh, system. And I, I love the way you laid it out in your book. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon, your evening in Boston. You're a few hours ahead of me. So I wish yes. you a really great evening. Thank you so much, Lisa. Was You're welcome. To be here. For me too, Ulrika. Bye. Okay, y'all, that concludes today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I'm available to support you, nolatherapy.com. And if you like what you have been hearing and viewing through All Things Therapy podcast, I invite you to become my Patreon supporter. I offer you some things through that platform that you can receive from me directly. Go to patreon.com forward slash all things therapy to learn more and all my love. I'll see you next week. You're listening to all things therapy with Lisa Tahir only on LA talk radio. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.